and welcome to Emma's podcast. In today's podcast, we are going to be talking about I do not carry the weight of the world on my shoulder. We need to be aware when we are starting to act like we are carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders. I have seen too many people walking defeated with their shoulders down. When asked what was wrong with them, they were complaining about everything and anything. While I was engaging with them in a conversation, I was starting to deconstruct their perception about their lives. They started to stand up straight. They were starting to gain clarity in their lives. Their ego wasn't running the show anymore. Instead, their spirits were finally able to speak freely. They started to realize they did not need to take on everyone else's problem. Instead, they needed to simply listen to their mates and friends. Also, communication with their mates that would allow them to open an honest flow of communication and being heard. It is extremely challenging when the flow of communication is not happening in relationships. How we can perceive a situation is different from one person to another. By communicating, we can close the gap between everyone. It takes time and patience to do that. But we need to understand we do not need to carry our mates on our shoulders. Instead of trying to fix everything for them, we need to learn to let them do it. We can be supportive of them during the process, but we need to let them grow at their own pace. Life is always simpler when we leave some space for everyone to grow. I have a simple exercise for you to do each morning. Stand in a room, close your eyes, extend your arms straight at shoulder level and say, I am not stuck between a rock and a hard place. Then, extend your arms down like pushing something down and said I'm pushing down the rising tide. Lift your arm up in the air and said I do not carry the weight of the world on my shoulders. Extend your arms in the front and you said I can see you better over there and finally put your hands on your shoulder and push them back and say so get off my back. This is a simple exercise that will help you to extend your own energy field. It will help you to keep everyone else's energy out of your own body. This should help you during the day. So it is so true that most of the time when you're talking with, with individuals in regards of what's going wrong, when you see them bowing their head down and their shoulder out down like they have a ton of break on their shoulders... When you start to talk to them, you start to identify exactly what the issue is. Some, yes, are bombarded with negativity coming from their mates, coming from everybody else's around. But if you start to be defeated, you need to start to find a way to expand your field, to push back those energies. And yes, you don't need to take upon anyone else's life. You have your own. You cannot just think that, well, I have my mate, so I'm going to carry her problems or his problems. I have the children, so the children, I'm going to carry their problems. And I'm at a neighbor, and I have my mother, and I have my mother-in-law, and I have my father-in-law, and my father, my sister, or my uncle. No. What you could do is become an observer. And I do understand for some people, it is extremely difficult to stand still. 
You're not here to fix their problem. We all have our own journey. Even your mates have their own journey. Your children have to face their own challenges as well. You cannot fix everybody else's problem. You need to focus on yours. Then you can be helpful when your children or your mates or your cousin or whomever you want or love to approach you with their problems. Instead of taking on their problems, be the one, be the sounding board. Be the person who they come talk to you. Maybe you will have to give them some wonderful advice. Then you can give them. But you're not the doer. You're not the one who's going to choose for them. You're not like it's like a child. You're not chewing the food for them. They have to do the work. You can give advices and this is their choices. At the end of the day, carrying somebody else's issue could bring you in a lot of turmoil. Let's say you have your mate coming with a problem at work. He or she has a problem with a coworker, and you decide to step in because you want to help them. You give the wrong advice. That person, their mate's going to go and follow your advice. Well, that didn't work great. That made even things worse. Come back home, guess what's going to happen? It's going to be a screaming matches because you're going to be blamed for something that you tried to fix. You need to respect, and everybody should be respecting the field, everybody else's space, their field. You should not go in and try to resolve their issue. You should approach with some solution and just, you know, or you don't say anything and you just shake your head and support them the same way. So if you don't want to give advices, just support them in a positive and loving way by listening to them. And some of them will tune out as well when you're listening to them. You can bow and just like, and they go on and on and on and on. Well, let them go on and on and on. But keep in mind, you're not there to carrying that on your shoulders. When you do that, then you cannot feel lighter. Even though your mate is not happy at that time, you need to let them vent because this is how they work. This is how they process things. We are all different. The way we're dealing with issues are all different from one individual to another. We don't ask to be rescued. This idea of rescuing others need to stop. You're here for your life purpose. Your life purpose is to achieve your lessons. Nobody needs to be rescued because somebody who likes to be rescued is somebody who likes to, what I call it, suck the energy of everybody else's. This is what they do. Suck the energy, don't care, and continue and going to find the next target where they can do the same thing over and over and over and over. When you start to do that and be the rescuer, then that person will walk away because the only thing they want to is to be rescued. This, as a matter of fact, is in the same along the line with cheating. Yes, I know. There's people going to say, what is wrong with you right now? You're talking about cheating. Individuals, some individuals want to be rescued. And one of their best techniques to get the other person they're attracted to to help them is to feel the need to be rescued because they're going to play what I call it the dumb game. I'm dumb, so I cannot do it, so I need your help to do it, so please help me because I'm a poor little soul who cannot do this. Well, they can do it, but they are very well good at manipulation. And people fall into the trap. And then... Some of the cheating happened because of that. I'm like, seriously, you don't need to carry in there. And they're complaining and they're whining and they, oh, I'm going to help you because, you know, I'm going to do this for you. No, that needs to stop. This is where you need to 
be very clear on how to respect your own field, your own space. You should not have people coming with their energy into your space. When we talk about do not carry the weight of the world on my shoulders, is I'm not going to take upon anyone's problem. You're here for your life lessons. You have issues, I can help you too. I will guide you through, but I am not going to lift it up for you. I'm not going to do the work. I'm not going to resolve it for you. You are the one who's supposed to do it. This is your mission. It is exactly the same thing everywhere. You have a mate. You feel you want to rescue people. That needs to stop. This is the worst, I will say, bad habits you can have. It's like a, a, a drug habit. It's like a drinking habit. It's like a smoking habit. Want to rescue people because you feel that you're in need? No. If you're not somebody who works in a police department, in... Um, for the firefighters, you're not here to rescue anyone. People need to stand up and start to walk. We are giving, and some people give bad habits, have bad habits by saying, well, I'm going to end up with that person and be miserable the rest of my life, but I want to rescue that person. Or I want to be taken care of, so I'm going to just find somebody who's going to take care of me so I can give him my luggage, my life lessons, and he's going to carry it for me. It can go so far, seriously. We need to respect our field. We need to stop to do this. And a lot of people are playing those games. And as I said, in a working environment, it's easy if you want to cheat. You just play the poor little soul. And I have seen it too many times where you see the, the poor little uh, girl who's going to work and, oh, I, I have a problem at home. My husband is not nice. Oh, I cannot do my work. So I'm going to ask you because, you know, oh, I'm at a conference and every male are chasing after me. So I'm going to stay behind next to you because it's going to help me. You know, you're going you're gonna to fight them off for me. Really? Doesn't work this way because looking at the girl, nobody is chasing after you, but you found your pound. You found the person you want to go after, so you're going to play that game. And that person who wants to play, I'm going to carry the weight of the world. I want my, my friends to be happy, so I'm going to try to make you happy. This is where you open the door of trouble. Because at the end of the day, she doesn't want to be rescued. She wants you in a bed. And the guy can do the same thing too. And you try to be nice and you're going to be ending up somewhere you don't want to be because if you're happy, very happy, married, well, this is what you get at your door. Those little petunias waiting for you to fall for it. So when you are doing this, this is a bad habit. As I said, it is, it's a vicious circle and it needs to stop. Many times people want to be heard. Your mate want to be, wants to be heard. They don't want you to fix their problem. They want to be heard. If you want to give some advices along the way, good. If your mate wants and is willing to listen to it, great. But you do not need to carry their problems. Their problems are their problems. Yes, I know you're going to say, Emma, I'm going home every night and I'm hearing the same thing all over again and it's so irritating Then I want to have it fixed. But we are not same individuals. We are all different. The way we're processing things are different. So some mate will keep it inside of them and be very stressed out about it. And some will go on and on and on and on. It's like, my God, where is the mute button? 
No, no, where is the duct tape? Because that mouth needs to stop to work. Come on. And this is how it works. You need to really become an observer. You cannot be somebody who can't, and I'm a superhero, so let me do like Superman, open my shirt up, and I'm going to see the big sign, I'm here to save you. No, it's not happening. You need to mind your own business. You need to take back your power, because when you are spending your energy to solve everybody else's problem, you're putting yourself in very thin ice. You have spent all of your energy out there to solve somebody else's problem, but at the end of the day, you're looking in your world, nothing has moved forward because you're spreading you so thin. So you need to let people know nicely and politely, oh yes, do you have a problem? Well, you know what? We can talk about that later. Why don't we why do you swing by at home later on? We can talk. Or, well, I don't have the time right now, but uh, I call you back in a couple of days. Start to take distance. Start to make sure that the people start to cling after you and suck the energy out of you. Start to invite what I call it the vampires into your life who are just gonna download everything on you, and you're the one who's gonna end up with all of that negativity on uh, surrounding you and inside of you for nothing. When you can bring that space around you clean and protected, then it's bouncing out out of it. It's like you're in a bubble. You're in a beautiful pink or white light bubble. And this is what needs to be shielding you, protecting you. You do not need to carrying the problems of your children. If your children, if your children's a problem and you said you're being bullied at at school, well, you need to intervene with the school and do what you got to do to protect your child. That I agree. But if it's just a quarrel between two kids um, and five minutes after they're all happy skippy, you know, like brother and sister or sister and sister and brother and brothers, then I come on, knock it out, kiddos. But if they come with a problem, teach them how to resolve their problem and not depend on somebody else's to do it for them. This is a good moment and a good learning moment, I should say, for children to learn from their parents. You can be, you can surround them and teach them how to and how to view things a different way and let them resolve it. Meaning, don't just, it's your problem, go away. No, sit down with them, walk them through, see how they feel, and give them some options and see what are you going to do. Now it's your decision. What is your choice? Are you going to continue this way? Are you going to modify it? Are you going to talk to that person? What will be your solution? And said, okay, you got your solution. Let me know how it goes. If you need anything else, I'm here for you. But it's not your job to go into the sandbox and slap another kid because something happened on their fingers. No, we don't do that. That is the job of your child to face it. But they should be able to come back to you and talk to you. Not to resolve their issues, but talk to you. If they have difficulties to learn and they need somebody else's to learn and you don't have the time, try to see if you can find a teacher who can spend time with them, a student, and continue to help them to learn what they are lacking. Don't bring everybody else's issue up on you. That is not the right things to do. Because a lot of people will be like, I call it the squatters. They're going to come and squat in your 
in your space. And they're not going to let go because, hey, it's squat. I'm squatting here. I have a problem. I'm going to go whine for an hour or two. He is going to take care of my problem. I'm just going to sit back and I don't care because I am expecting him or her to resolve my problem. No. Those of your squatters needs to stay out of your life, out of everybody else's business. You need to teach that. You need to learn that. You need to show your kids the same way so they don't get hijacked by somebody else's problem when they need to move on with their own lives. You wanting to help people is great, but there is a limitation on helping people. Are you going to chew their food for them to swallow? Or are you going to just show them how to cook and let them cook? I choose option two. You need to show them how to cook and let them cook. It's like starting a new job. Are you going to be, when your child is going to go and get their first job, first real job, are you going to go there and be sitting next to them all day long so they're not going to make mistakes and learn? What are you going to do? Same thing. It's the same thing here. Why would you take on somebody else's issue and problem in your life when you're already busy? We're all busy. Why should we do that? Why? Because you think you have to do it? Because you have a sense? Maybe in a past life you were a nurse or a surgeon or you were somebody who helped or you were a nun or a monk and you help people. But in this lifetime, you're not. It is not your purpose. So you need to break that habit. If you want to give money to charity and help, good. If you want to give some few hours to a shelter, fabulous. This is great. Do not let people around you squat in your space. If your mate wants uh, some help for something, she has maybe an event and she needs your help because you're going to need to drive around for her or whatever, great. But if she has a problem, just listen, hear her out or hear him and let them figure it out. I know it's kind of irritating at some point because you view things one way and the other individual is seeing in a different way. And this is where it's a very good learning um, process for everybody because you are not going to resolve it. You're going to have to learn to be patient and you're going to have to learn to understand that you can bring horses to the water, but you cannot make them drink. This is their journey. And it can be frustrating at times, but it is their journey. So when you are working with people or with your mate or with your children, you need to remember that you're not here to save them. You're not here to, um, to take upon their challenges. You can support them financially if it's needed to a certain point for the children because at one point in time they're going to have to fly away and they're going to have to learn things their own way and sometimes we want to all save them but it's not how it's best to do because if every time they have a problem you have to save them well guess what master I'm not moving out of my mommy and daddy's house I'm going to stay there until, until, until I retired no matter what and I said no let them have their own life. And I do understand some mommy and dad, especially mom's going to be like, I'm a mom helicopter. I'm going to, I want to help him. I want to keep him safe. I understand that. I absolutely understand. But you don't need to take upon your worries, the worries of your children. Let them fly. This is their journey. This is where 
when they are leaving the nest, they having their first job, they're going to have to learn. They're going to have to learn to manage their money, uh, pay the bills. They're going to have a heartache. They're going to be sick. This is their journey. You can be an observer and somebody by their sides, but you need to stop to do everything for them. There is a point where it's like, off you go, kid. Let me know. I will be here in case you go to jail for some unknown reason. <laughs> but I will be here. If you need me, we can talk and that will be good. That's what it needs to be. Now, when it comes down to co-workers, same thing. You're not carrying their problem. One of the things that I, and I uh, cite here more than anywhere else is personal lives. People in working environment forget that your personal life is your personal life. It's private, meaning you shouldn't be exposing all of the dirty laundry into your work environment. Some people will graciously help and put their nose where it doesn't belong, which can make even worse for you at the end of the day. But since if you're taking unwanted advice from people, remember, if you're applying it, don't blame that person who gave you the unwanted advice. It is your fault. But you need to realize that not everybody wants to hear about it. And you should not be, if there's an issue at home, explaining to the rest of the world. No, you don't. This is private. This is personal. This is something that should not be discussed to everybody else to hear it. That is one thing. The other thing is you always have people in in business, like everyone else, who likes to put their nose where they don't belong because they think they have a solution. And most of the time, they don't have the solution because they don't know actually what happened. They only hear one side of the story. So they take upon somebody else's problems, want to help, and at the end of the day, it can turn as sour than anything else, than vinegar. Keep it to yourself. The one who played the game, again, because I'm seeing it too many times, uh, which is quite sad in one way, who play the victim, who doesn't want to do their job, who doesn't want to want the attention all day long, anything else, so somebody can take care of him or her, stay away from those people. You don't want to have your life and spend your time hearing their problems and whining and take it upon your private time afterwards because that's not at work, but that will expand outside of work, which is a dangerously slippery road that should not be taken. But again, you're not here to solve their problem. So you need to let those individuals alone. If they want to complain and whine, they can find somebody else's. Because trust me, you're not the first one. You will be not the last one. And like somebody said, said to me, it's not my monkey. It's not my business. Move along. You and your little game, move along. I am not interested in solving your problem. I don't want to know what's wrong with you because... You're dramatizing everything, and the only thing you want to do is the attention. I want the attention, so I'm going to suck it up as much as I can, your energy. And at the end of the day, you do not need that with your mate. You need to know how your mate function. Communication. Talk. Have a simple communication. Don't need to resolve it. I know there is some days you don't want to hear somebody complaining, blah, 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 blah. But that will happen no matter what, because married, ever happy, ever after, great. But there is the good, the bad, and the ugly. And sometimes when you come home and you're tired because you had to deal with somebody who's whining at work, and you go home and you have your mate who's not in a good mood, so it's like, here we go again. What did I do? It doesn't make it easier on us. 
keep the communication open, have a glass of water, wine, beer, sit down, stop all of the media and the TV and take the time to communicate. If that person, you know, is, this is the way they are, communicating, complaining, and you have to let them go for 20 minutes, let them have it for 20 minutes, enjoy your drink or your snack. Okay, I hear you. I love you, honey. I'm with you. I'm supporting you. That will make a change in how people react. But at least you do not take on their problem. It's not my problem, honey. It's yours. But I am here. I'm supporting you. But I will not take on this. This is where you need to make the demarcation. When you're doing it lovely way, it goes better than uh, go and just say, well, you know what, honey? Yeah, I'm going to go to the gym right now because I have enough of here. You tuck, 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 tuck. Yeah, you're going to end up sleeping on the couch. So, you need to remember that. You're not here to save the world. That's funny what I just said. You're not here to save the world. No, you need to take care of your own world. Because if you take care of your own world, you are saving the world, as a matter of fact. Your own world is part of the world. But you need to take care of yourself. Make sure you're here for your mate, for your children. But what they have to say, whatever problem they have, is not for you to take upon it. It's for you to be an observer, give them advice, support them, but not do it. Unless you have to go to the backyard and help move some heavy rocks, then, well, she cannot do it because it's too heavy. Then it's called working. But you understand what I meant by not having to carry the weight of the world. You need to make sure and stop those habits to want to save people because you cannot save people. There is a concept of, and I should wrote a blog on, on that, people do not need to be saved. One of the reasons is, and I know some people are saying, you're insane. No, I'm not. Somebody wants to change. They do it on their own. They're not going to wait for you. The people who are bragging they want to be saved, they're the people who's going to suck you in all of your energy and everything, but they're not going to change. A person who really wants to change will do the first few steps. The person who doesn't want to be saved, but want to scream, help, 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 then this is the, those are what I call the most dangerous one because they're the one who are not going to change. They're going to just want you to get in their circle, vicious circle, so you're a pound in their circle. That is it. You are the energies they're going to need to do what they want to do with it. So, let those people be, stay away from it, and try and start to fix everybody else's problem. Their problem is not your problem. The expression, mind your own business, should mean something to you. And I know some people are offended when, when we say, okay, you need to mind your own business. And people are, whoa, whoa. Well, first of all, if you mind your own life, mind your own business is your life. We're talking about your life, your business, whatever you're doing. You, when you spend your time to fix everybody else's problem, are not minding your life, your work, your happiness, your energy, your aura, your spirit. You're not growing. You're doing nothing. You are spreading your wings everywhere else. You are thinning yourself out. You are sending and being sucked up all of your energy to everybody else's, who to the pleasure of them, well, you're the one who's drying out and you're tired and you're cranky and you cannot get anything else done and you don't know why, blah, 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 blah. 
when you start to mind your own business, you start to have a clarity of what you would like. You're expanding your shield. You're expanding your light. Your spirit can finally breathe and talk and like, yes, I can do something for myself or for my family. I don't have to see Bob again, who's always at my home on Friday night because he wants some free food. We need to stop that. We need to put boundaries. You need to put boundaries around you. If you don't put the boundaries, people are going to walk all over you. All over you, all over your energy, all over your field, everywhere. It's like a bunch of squatters and those squatters need to go away. So you need to take care of yourself. You need to stop to carrying the weight of the world. Everybody else should be minding their own business. Everybody should be walking their own path. You shouldn't have 10 people on your shoulder just because you think you want to be nice to them. I heard this too many times. Oh, I want to make all of the people around me happy. Really? Are you on crack cocaine? Have you smoked your carpet lately? Because guess what? You're never going to make everyone around you happy. I can guarantee it. This is not true. The person you need to make happy right now is yourself. Then is your mate and your children. But guess what? There are some days your your children or your mate are not going to be happy about what you're doing either. That happens. This is life. But stop to try to make people happy. Because when you do this, you give your power. This is where you're being used and abused. This is where you're carrying the weight of the shoulder. This is where some people end up cheating on their mate. Because I want to try to make my coworker happy. And guess what? One of them is going to figure it out and say, well, I'm going to get him in bed because I'm going to play the poor little minx and I'm going to play with him and I'm going to toy with him and I'm going to do things that should not be done. And that will happen. And that happens too many times because if people, and I know some of you are hearing me and know I've been cheating, or at the point of cheating, think, look back at what you have done and let's see how it happened. And you will realize 99.9% it's because you wanted to be nice and the person facing you saw something else. While you were an innocent bystander, I'm not talking the one who likes to cheat all the time. I'm talking the people who got trapped by accident and end up to cheat on their mate, not because they wanted, that wasn't their intention, but they wanted to help somebody else's genuinely. Not the little cheater on the block, but somebody who generally wants to think he can help everybody. This needs to stop. You need to really make the difference. A distinction, she said. You need to make the distinction between... You should realize that when you are playing, I want to help the world, that not everybody facing you are honest, are authentic. Not everybody has the same intention than you do. So this is why. Mind your own business. Stop helping people who do not want to be stopped. And instead of having blindfold on the front of you, remove, remove those. Because you will realize very quickly who really needs help and who doesn't. And a good majority, 95% of people who ask for help, are not in need of help. They want something else. So again, stop carrying the weight of the world of the, on your shoulders. Stop to take everybody else's problem and think you have to resolve that because guess what? It's not true. And if your mate has a tendency to throw things at you, but maybe it's time for you to have a communication and make them understand how things work. Meaning, 
Well, I'm going to sit down with you. We're going to walk through and see how we can help you to resolve that issue. And by teaching that person how to do it and how to become autonomous, you will not have to carry them on your shoulders because we should not be. The only thing we should be carrying on our shoulders is ourselves, our spirits. That's it. When you have babies, yes, you need to take care of them. When you have young children, yes, you do. But as they're growing, you're supposed to be the teacher. You're supposed to teach your children. This is not the school should be teaching them how to take care of themselves. You are supposed to do it. And that's another thing. Because some people think that they can have children and, well, somebody else is going to take care of it. No, 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 no. You are supposed to teach your children. Because they came, they came here as a blank canvas. We all come here as a blank canvas. We need to be taught. Otherwise, why? I will have my book. I would have been gone a long time ago and say, give me my book. I have something else to do. I know what I need to do. No, I had to learn some of the, the basics from my parents. And they were not that great, some of them. Which I'm glad I realized that as a young age and I did not reproduce what they did. Thank God. I do not carry the weight of the shoulders. Nobody should. You should mind your own business. Stop to try to want to save the world because you can't. You cannot save everybody. Everybody save themselves. You're not here to save them. You're not God. You're not Jesus. You're not whomever you think you are. You're not a prophet because some of them think they are prophets around here and they are not. You have your own wills. They have their own wills. You do not give your will to somebody else's. This is your power. Your power is yours. Do not say, I want somebody else to take care of me. No, 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 no. You don't. This is a mistake number one. And generally, when people are saying that, they are dependable on, on some others, and they are not that nice. And a lot of people who end up in those kind of life are not the greatest one either because they gave their power to somebody else. You do not give your power to somebody. Your power is yours. Your spirit is yours. Yes, I know. Life is not fun. This is why we're here. It is not fun journey. Some people have an easy ride here on, and some have very hard lesson to learn. I went option B. I did not want the easy ride on this one. But I did not give my power. I will not give my power to someone. So I'm resolving my own issues. I'm minding my own business. I help others to learn on how to stand up on their feet and how to deal with their own business. I am not telling them what to do or what decision to make. I give them the option the universe gave me for, for to see, and that's their choice. At the end of the day, I'm not taking the decision for them. No one in the psychic world, in the occult world, should tell you how things should be done. Especially when you see psychic, medium, tarot readers, whomever, astrologers, they should give you the weather map, but not the how-to. I will tell you what options you've got, what I see coming, but at the end of the day, it is your choice to go left, right, middle, and center. I am not going to take upon my client's problem. They are not mine. They are theirs. I'm here to enlighten them and show them what's coming up, this is their problems to take upon, to take the right turn, the left turn, or going straight forward. That is their choice. So, guys, you really need to do not carry the weight of the world on your shoulders. That is coming from work, home, wherever it's coming from. And if you have an 
overbearing mother-in-law or mother, you need to set up some space with them so they don't cling on you and tell you what to do. Because a lot of things that I've seen as well is mother-in-law, mommy too, who don't want to let go of their children. And they think they can because they want to help so badly. They think they know better. Then they're going to give wrong advices. You need to build that space because when you are married or you are in a relationship with somebody, that relationship is sacred. And whatever you feel, you should be smart enough to keep some of your privacy out of theirs purviews. Because when mommy and mother-in-law are putting their nose in there, there could be a rumble, like there is no tomorrow. Same thing. Make sure you get your space, because when you get your space, then you don't have a problem. If you are not having a space for you and your mate, that could be a problem. So you need to learn to do that as well. And I know they always try to come from, um, I would say, from the highest good. But most of the time, you need to realize they're not you. You are different than your parents. You have a different life. So you need to make the distinction that, you know what? Mommy, it's my problem, not yours. Thank you for the advice. Thank you. I love you very much. I will talk to you next week. Here we go. Step out of my business. I don't want to hear it. But yes, guys, you really need to learn to do not carry the weight of the world on your shoulders. And if you want to, to even see it, look at work. Look in the, on the street when you are walking around. Look how people are standing. And you will know the people who have issues. It's their shoulder down and they are like, not, they are not standing straight. They are a little bent. And it's like, yeah, unless if they have an issue with their back. But most of the time you will see that. Or they look defeated, like the world is ready to collapse. And I mean, like, really, when there is nothing. There is other people where facing hardship who are standing straight. Okay. And you will never know what hardship they have or they're going through. So it all depends on how people feel like. But again, keep your field open. Do the exercise that I gave it to you before. Exercise to protect yourself, to create that field around you. Or imagine yourself stepping into a bubble, a protective bubble. And you extend your arms above and you're pushing that bubble. And you can see that beautiful bubble. And I use pink because if I use white light, it's too bright and people are like uh, staying away. But if I use the soft uh, pink color, which is the color of love, only the people who are positive will, will gravitate around me. And negative one will stay away because this is how it works. But at least I have that shield. So I don't feel bombarded by all of those energies of the world and everybody else around me, which is nice. But again, if somebody comes with a problem, then it can be uh, my mate or my family or whatever, I will not take on their problems. I will listen. I'll say, okay, now you get a couple of options. It's up to you. And I will walk away. Because I am not going to tell you. I'm putting those on the front of you and it's your decision to take it or leave it or do whatever you want to do. It's fine by me. It's not me. It's your life. That's it. It's your life. I am not carrying the weight on the world on my shoulders. I hope you don't. And if you do, maybe step back, listen again to this podcast and start to figure out what's going on. 
Communication is the key. If you do not communicate, I can assume if I'm your mate of something and you can assume something else. We can talk at a conversation and completely opposite way we're thinking. We need to close this gap. Communication is the key. If you do not talk, then you got a problem because this is the first step pull people apart. Communication. No screaming, no yelling, no throwing knives or kitchen utensils in each other's face. Communication. If you are upset, and that's one thing that I learned a long time ago. When I'm upset, I will not have a conversation. I walk away. And people can see it as weaknesses. And it's not a weakness, by the way. Because I can get under anyone's skin, and I have done it several times. I will maybe tell you a story <laughs> later on about what I did to somebody who had an ego bigger than the universe, and I just plugged in and I plow in. It was painful for that person because when my spirit saw that, I'm like, oh, really? You want to play with me? Let's play because you do not know me. I, when I get upset, can be... It's worse than when you, you can get under somebody's skin. It's even worse than anything else. It's worse than a physical punch in the face because you know how to push the buttons and I know how to push, push anyone buttons. Oh, yes, I can very quickly. So when I'm upset, I'd rather not talk and calm down so I can let my spirit be and have a human conversation, I would say, with my mate or anybody else's. Sit down later on. And it take a week, maybe. It can take a week. But I will sit down and we can talk about what happened. Talk about an issue, a problem, whatever the deal is. You have a better clarity to do that than going to a screaming match when everybody's upset because there is words you're going to say that you're not going to be able to take back. And you can hurt somebody else's very, very badly by doing this. So my advice for anyone who gets really upset for anything, it's better to walk away. And I always say that to uh, the mates I had in the past as well. said, you know what? I'm upset, so we're not going to talk now. I'm going to walk away. When I'm ready, I will let you know. Some people try to, oh, but I'm like, no, no, hear me out. You better to listen to me right now. Because if we don't, it's going to be so nasty to you, we'll be done. And generally people listen and say, okay, we'll get back to you. So people have the habit to just go and, you know, scream, yell, whatever. It doesn't help. It doesn't do anything good. It's adding oil to the fire. When you stop a conversation and say, okay, honey, I am upset. I'm going to walk away. We'll get back to you later. Let's say maybe next week. Okay. Let's give it a few days. Then when you sit down again and have that conversation, the heat is not there as much. It can still be. And if it is, then back off and said, you know what, honey, we need to be able to talk without yelling at each other. I need you to hear my side, even though you don't have to agree with me. Just hear me out. And this is how you start to learn to communicate. It doesn't need to be, as I said, a screaming match because there will be no screaming match in my house. If there is one, this will not be a good sign. But I'd rather walk away and do it later on so we can communicate properly. Communication is the key. It's always been there. It's the biggest problem we've got in our personal and in corporate world. Nobody communicates. And I'm sorry, but I'm not going to come with a crystal ball or even try to read your mind because I will have headache and migraine and some mind I don't want to read them at all because this is not pretty. So remember, communication with your mates, 
mind your own business and stop carrying everybody else's problem on your shoulders. You need to be able to stand up for yourself and push those people and just said, no, I will not do it. I will not carry it. And that will be it. It was an interesting one today. I a little feisty because I can feel my spirit getting feistier on that subject. But that's something that probably we'll get back to again and get probably a second uh, episode on that. Thank you for listening for today. And our next podcast will be how transparent are you in your life? And that goes, I think, hand on hand with this a little bit. So, yes, how are you? And uh, are you really transparent to your mate at work? Are you somebody who's clean cut? Or are you somebody who's navigating like you like the muddy Mississippi River? Or are you pretty much clean? Or in between? That should be an interesting topic for our next podcast. Other than that, if you have any questions, question or comments you can always uh, leave me a message uh, or comment or feedback on my website at www.edgintuitive.com or you can leave your feedback on the podcast site thank you so much and have a beautiful day bye bye now 